0: Because we talk about the vibe of Lander a lot. Yeah. And so do you think that that is still the vibe for you as an adult? Mm-hmm. Or has that changed for you? Or what do you think the vibe of Lander is now?
1: Mm-hmm. I stick to my last answer. That uh, the vibe of Lander for me is responsibility. That if you want this place to be what you want it to be, then you have a responsibility to do that. Hello.
2: Uh, <laughs> uh, this is beautiful. Let me start this one, like the last one. Welcome to Dear Lander, a purely Land Diego podcast. We are your hosts. I am Jordan.
0: And I'm Amara.
2: And today we have a very special guest, Bayrat. Ooh.
0: Yeah! <laughs> that was, fun. That was, that was
2: like the fist clench. I wish y'all could see We both it. did it
0: too. We were like, oh. <laughs> It's a power <laughs> punch. is what that is <laughs> in tandem.
2: <laughs>
0: What's up? How you doing? Uh, it's hot here,
1: everybody. Yeah, it is hot. It's hot. So I'm good because we're inside. We just had some popsicles. I feel a lot better. I'm good. I'm glad to be hanging out with you all. So fun. I feel you much too. more at home than the last time we talked. So I feel good. Not here. I mean, <laughs> I mean like yeah, yeah. in the you yeah yeah. You know what I'm saying. You guys are much, being much more hospitable than last <laughs> year. We didn't even say anything up until I started recording. Just... Oh, I know. <laughs> Silence.
0: Um, how go. was your
1: fourth of July?
0: Who so mellow, so wonderful. Mine was mellow too. It was lovely. Oh, so nice. Unexpected. Good. I feel like go For us. almost everybody that I talk I'm like, how was your fourth? Like very mellow. I'm like Did any of us go to the parade?
2: I went to the parade.
1: I did
0: not, I went on a hike
1: instead. Me too. Do we look the same way. What? Maybe. That's so weird. I was like, "Bye." We hate the same things. We know the same people. We love the same goes. people. We like popsicles. We didn't go to the parade. We're parallel. What was the parade like?
2: It was. Uh, it was very busy. It felt short, but the water thing is is uh, is my favorite, and I liked the water thing. The and
0: it and... is the you best. Like the yes. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Um, but the parade was good. Yeah, no, I guess, yeah, I, I feel like mine was also pretty mellow until we didn't really light off fireworks, but yeah. when other people got fireworks out, that's when it seemed to kind of like, you know, rev up, as it usually does, but...
0: Do you think we've all forgotten how to fourth? No, I think we're uh, just getting older and wiser. More <laughs> sensitive. More We're like, <laughs> you know what? I eat I mean, like I it's pretty, pretty much spent the whole day either on the mountain or in a pool. So, I feel like old age is looking good on us. Yeah, yep. I'm a hundred percent here Calmer, for it. Quieter, mm-hmm. cooler. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. The three C's. Totally. You
1: like went to the parade and you liked the water part, so you're in with us too. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. the parade's wacky. Yes. You just did in general, it is. The whole fourth is kind of wacky if you think about it. We all go to a parade. We sit on the edges of our main street and wave at people we haven't seen in years. And then we all go eat hot dogs together. Yeah. yeah. In a city park, who, which by the way, can in, hold our
0: entire town. Have you ever noticed that much green yeah. space is in that? Like, um, I, didn't, I guess I didn't really notice when I've gone <laughs> to the Buffalo Barbecue before because I'm not, like, up front, yeah. really. But I really noticed it when we went to the Lander Presents, the first one. Yeah. And I turned around and I was like... Shoot! There are a lot of people here! Like and then I went over to the food trucks and it was even more of a sea of people. It was wild. I bet. Yeah. So good actually, fourth of July. I usually like the fifth of July better. Because you know everything's a little calmer and everyone's still around. So yeah. we usually do some sort of like massive pool Olympic situation. And so this year been- we did it with a paddle board in a very large pool and we tried to get six people to stand up on it at once. It was so fun. I had a great time. Wow yeah. <laughs> yeah, Did y'all do it? it? No we never quite all, We all got on there sitting We were able to like Six Yeah people. six people And like the board was definitely underwater But we were all sitting on it And then we tried to stand And every time it would tip But Shoot They gotta make so those fun. things better
1: You know yeah, rude. Really. Has nothing to, to do with the amount of people. Have. <laughs> you should be able to do whatever you want on there. It's true, yoga. It should be a little rater Really? Oh, I feel. Yeah. Why don't we treat the Fourth of July like we do New Year's? You know, like you just spend your Fourth of July the way that you want to spend the rest of your year.
2: Oh, I've never thought
1: about it like that. Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just there's just workshop in it. Am I might just in your workshop right now? Is that all this is? <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, yeah. yeah. Good Fourth. Felt a little life. different, but it was good. Yeah, there was so much going on in
0: this year. I was like, "All right, I think that bodes well for our coming year." Everybody, I think so too. Especially if we're gonna now start treating it like New Year's, F- Fourth of New Year's. Yeah.
2: So, uh, okay, May. You
1: can improv if you want. Okay. Yeah.
2: You are you are from Lander. Mm-hmm. And you are a photographer and an artist. And how uh, how did you how did you get there?
1: Mm-hmm. Great story. Well, yeah, so I don't shoot photos, I don't shoot photos at full time anymore. So I'm a photographer for when I need to express myself, if that makes sense. That sounds very, like, la da from when I initially had launched into photography. And I might come back <clears throat> into, like, shooting photos for money, but for now, I am a photographer for fun. But I became a photographer because I was going to I was going to Colorado State. Don't hate me. But I went I <laughs> had to. Okay, y'all I had to. And I went out of state and I was on full ride and then some stuff life happened in my junior year. I got pulled into my coach's office and I got told that they didn't have enough money for me to get my scholarship to come back the next year. So my choices were to stay and pay and get my butt kicked, or leave and not get my butt kicked and don't pay. And I signed the papers that day that said that I was not going to do that. And I was thinking about taking... I was on the way to take my MCAT. I was thinking about going to med school. I, like, had my, my trajectory kind of figured out. And my whole life, I didn't really feel like I was that creative because I had a best friend, Hannah Gator. Hi, Hannah. Who... Like, breathes glitter and was so creative and so expressive. And the whole theater program was around her in Oakley. And they just, they seemed like what creativity was. And, honestly, what it should have been. Like, you, sh- they really embodied being who you wanted to be. Being what you wanted to be. Being, like, the most, the most at all times. And I just wasn't. I was wearing sweatpants and being a jock. So I never took an art class I just wasn't I don't know, didn't think I was there So then uh, So then I gave up swimming and the MCAT And med school And called my mom from the depths of my bed And eating SpaghettiOs And watching Grey's Anatomy And said that I had ruined my life and now what And she said that I got to be tired I got to be tired and sad for as long as I wanted And then we were going to make a list of the scariest things I could do with my life And then I- we are going to pick the scariest one so I picked the scariest one, which happened to be going to art school, because I had never taken an art class before. I didn't even know if I was good at art. It seemed like a very logical choice. <laughs> I don't know. So, and then she sent me a camera in the mail, an Nikon D90, and I shot a portfolio that I hope is gone, that I hope <laughs> I did not put on the internet, but I think I did. I might have. If anybody's seen it, I'm sorry. Sent it to a few art schools, got into three, and picked Portland, Oregon, sight unseen. And I worked at the Wildflower Bakery in between, got a couple tattoos, and a bad attitude to get ready for being an artist, I guess. I don't know. And then I went to Portland, and I sat down in my art history class with Libby Farr next to someone named Mona Superhero, her real name, and... Libby said before she started her lecture that she said I just really want to thank you all for being here I know it's been a really long flight to get here and I just burst into tears because it just felt so real felt so true that it's hard to choose the thing that your gut says is right but you can't quite explain I think they call that intuition yeah so I followed intuition all the way to art school hung out with all the weirdos Hung out with all the people that didn't belong. And then all of a sudden, we all belong to each other. And, yeah.
0: The thing that you said in there to me that was like, yeah, is I got to hang out with all the weirdos who didn't belong. And then we all belong to each other. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, in every artistic endeavor that I've ever been a part of, that's why I do it. Mm-hmm. Is because the people and the community that you make doing it is like... Mm-hmm. It's amazing. Totally.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I was actually talking to Oakley um, about our theater experience in Lander and how actually brilliant the person that started a the theater, like, bit is, Diane. Yeah. She's listening. Diane, I think you're a little wild, to be quite clear. <laughs> she's wild. But she's so, she is such a magic maker with how thoroughly she can make you believe in yourself. And that's what art school felt like, that I walked into this place where everybody was like, we are awesome. You're awesome. You're awesome. We're making the thing. Let's go. Like, we all have voices. Let's use them. And Diane totally fed that into us as like, Shakespeare in the park? Are you kidding me? I had no business saying loins of my body or whatever the <laughs> hell I was saying.
0: <laughs> no. So many things. Yeah, I know. no. I should not have said that um. as like a little girl. That's how I met Joe Lefebvre. With Shakespeare, Shakespeare in the, in the park. park? Yeah, because my brother Cameron was in the Scottish play with Oakley and Joe and Edna Botany oh. And of course, like the whole slew of Shakespeare in the Park people. But I remember specifically Joe walking on stage and I was like, and who's that? <laughs> Hello. Oh, <yes. laughs> Just so into it. And afterwards, Cameron came up to us and he was like, what did you guys think? And I was like, you were great. Who's the redhead though? And he looked at me and he was like, <laughs> I knew you were going to do that And I was like, right. sorry <laughs> I came here to shop And I didn't even know I was shopping was in the park, you know But I was like, that guy Wow that one. And then two years later we were together so. And now we're sitting yeah. in their house It's pretty wild Shakespeare in the park, magical I mean,
1: I did get typecasted a couple times It was like, every time As a older, large, <laughs> fat dad <laughs> <laughs> Every show, <laughs> oh yeah, every show, yeah,
0: I was yeah. There's older definitely fat dad. some of that for sure, especially you know. That's the yeah. i I've, I've had old fat dad energy for a long time. I think actually, which I kind of love. Thanks. You know, I think that's great. Pay off. I should put that on my website actually. <laughs> I should be a little
1: <laughs> bit more I think about that. But I learned that, that part. <laughs> It's beautiful. <laughs> it's
0: beautiful Anyways, magical art. <laughs> no, Anyway, <laughs> art, art is sprint. really revealing. <laughs> it is.
1: It's oh, true. Man. Yeah.
0: Old fat dad. <laughs> <laughs>
1: is that what you said? Yeah. Old fat dad. <laughs> 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 yeah. Me and Hannah Canningator. There's this beautiful scene that's somewhere from Much Ado where she and I are two old fat dads wearing fat suits. But we are 12. B- for sure. <laughs> we are <not> maybe 13. <laughs> so we're you know, like... We're chatting about marrying our daughters off And that's what I have to say Like the fruit of my loins Very loudly Yeah. To my
0: best friend of the time That's wonderful With, And the only audience members are my parents So. You can't You really can't get an experience like that Unless you're doing art
1: In a real <laughs> yeah.
0: You just can't I know it's really beautiful
1: But I went back and shot some photos Of one of Diane's latest productions Like maybe four years ago And the amount of belief That those kids have In that production Night after night after night after night Mm -hmm. Is so awesome Like it is just their parents In the audience Yeah, Doesn't matter They're like in the back Like committed to those lines Getting every single one right It's the best They're like in costume for like 16
0: hours here we are. Which also brings me to what was it like growing up in Lander? Yeah. <laughs> Stay well. at junior
1: high. We talked a lot about yeah, Junior High was a nightmare. Junior High was a nightmare, but I think the thing that really struck me from our last conversation about junior high was this piece that before that all of us were at separate places. We were in separate schools. I was homeschooled, you we were at the Christian Academy. Mm-hmm. We had no idea where that was, just to be quite clear. Yeah. We had no idea where the Christian Academy was. You could have been in Crowheart. We had no idea. So we, like, <laughs> never seen Jordan before. And that's, like, the people had never seen me before. Like, we, had ne- we were, like, coming from these disparate lands, like, to stare at Junior High. And then we were meeting, and we were never going to be rid of each other for another five years. And I think that reality of... We're stuck with you <laughs> but also, like, We've got to make this work And this is our community You know, it was very rich I think Because we got to play grown up Kind of Like that was what our Lander community now is Like those are the people that we are adults with now And the first time we ever met each other in mass Was in junior high Oh my god,
2: I think about that all the time Yeah
1: <laughs> Yeah So it was important. (laughs) That was important because here we are as adults still hanging out. But I think growing up in Lander was... People ask all the time if I was bored growing up in Lander. And I wasn't. I really wasn't. It was like you had to figure out your own way. You had to figure out what you were going to do and how you were going to get there. And it always there's a lot of problem solving and also owning your shit. I think that was something that growing up in Lander really taught me either someone was gonna tell your parents that you might as well just fess up now or you messed up bad and you just needed to fess up or you did something awesome and you needed to like own it you know and I think having to own my shit early on was like that was what growing up in Lander was like and freedom this place is like freedom you could walk if you could get a bike you could go anywhere if you could bike your ass up Capitol Hill you really could go anywhere That was the only limiter, in my opinion. (laughs) (laughs) If you did not bike up Capitol you couldn't go there. But that's it. Like, freedom, sunshine, mm, and owning your shit. Friends. Growing up in Lander was
0: awesome. Do you think that that... Because we talk about the vibe of Lander a lot. Yeah. And so do you think that that is still the vibe for you as an adult mm-hmm. or has that changed for you or what do you think the vibe of Lander is now? Mm-hmm. I stick to my last answer that, uh, the vibe of Lander for me is responsibility.
1: That if you want this place to be what you want it to be, then you have a responsibility to do that. You talk a lot about, uh, in the work that I'm doing right now about this paradox of it's not my fault and I am responsible. It is not my fault that there are a lot of, uh, you know, disparities in a lot of places here. And I am responsible for making shit better. I am responsible for leaving this place better than the last time that I was here. And I grew up that way as a kid of like, like, can't burn a bridge down and then hope that i there next time. That This town doesn't work that way. So responsibility inside of this town also with owning your privilege I think this town often doesn't own its classism and its elitism and how hard it is to be here and who gets to choose to be here and who is stuck here. Those conversations are not as transparent in this town as I think they should be. And I think the responsibility of the people who can own their privilege inside of that is to make this place as hospitable and inclusive as it can be. And I own that as an adult, for sure. As a kid, I think the responsibility was, like, just don't mess up too bad. <laughs> you know? Like, just don't do it. Don't mess up too bad. Also because you knew that that no one was going to forget. Like, the memory of Lander, Wyoming is long, and <laughs> no one was going to forget. <laughs> so your job was to just keep your name out of the long tale of history for Dumb shit you're gonna do, you know? And as an adult, I think it's very similar, except it's that the memory is how well this place treats its people or not. And the responsibility is doing better and making this place really magical. Like I was saying, as growing up here as a kid, that magic of being a kid in Lander is the responsibility of the adults in this town. It is the responsibility of this. This town of being open and safe and magical and totally available and open and excited about what these kids want to do because that's how it felt as if I had an idea, then somebody was going to help me do it usually an adult and that is the adult's job as I am an adult now in this town I'm like whoosh, looking for opportunities to do that like where is the magic? Where are the pockets of magic that we like need to light up for some kid to be able to be seen in this town. So, responsibility and magic.
2: Wonderful. I, can I gas you up real quick?
1: Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> you, talk about, you talk about coming back mm-hmm. and the responsibility of um, making this a better place than the last time you came here, or mm-hmm. especially like, I don't know, that, that responsibility of Lander. Do you feel like you've achieved that? Because mm-hmm. in my mind, and in my opinion, I don't think that you could make a short list of people that have done that and leave out May Rats on that list. No. Thanks. Yeah.
0: I agree, though. Uh. Also, I just want to go back to the art thing really quick. Mm-hmm. Because Jordan and I, after the last time that we spoke, Jordan and I were talking about your photography. And we were both like, there's something about it that is unlike anything else. And what we came to the conclusion was, is you are able to see... The smallest details And make them the biggest ones mm, Thank you And I feel like That is your through line For everything that you do It's like It's the small moments That you can And you see them That like other people don't And you're just like And here they are Like <laughs> Look at up right there. And it's just It's the coolest Most genuine thing Most yeah. honest Yeah Thanks So yeah we're gonna just gas you up a little bit Thank we're you We're like
1: uh, Thanks for the flowers
0: but For real though <laughs> Thank you Yeah
1: I don't know. I hope that I've had an impact on this town. I learned to... Someone asked me the other night what I learned in high school here, and I learned to fight. I learned... I saw my privilege really, really, really clearly. I was really angry because my dad had just died, and I felt my privilege so, so acutely. And I saw injustice, and I was pissed off about it. And I learned to fight hard. And I let that walk out and when everybody did walk out, that was crazy. And then uh, yeah, changed the administration based on that like that and many other things. But I felt I felt what it felt like in a town to change the oxygen in a room based on calling the shit where it lies. And I think if that's the impact that I can have on this town by being the dissenter, by calling shit where it is, then it's not going to be comfortable, <laughs> but I will take that role. Yeah. I'll take that role because I think sometimes in a town where we just get used to it, we become this monolith, you know, this monolithic group. It's not, it's not how we get better. And I don't think it's totally up to me at all for sure. But I think if no one says anything, everyone assumes that's just the way that it is. And that's, I don't know. I don't want to live in a place like that. I don't want to be from a place like that at all. Uh... So it's like a constant pushing back of, like, we're not all the same. There's major difference here. And good. Like, let's be a part of that. So thank you for saying that I'm part of the change. But it's also just, uh, yeah, realizing, wanting to be really proud of the place that I'm from. Mm-hmm. And then, what is it that would really make me proud of that? It would be a place that's very adaptable and looks itself in the face when it messes up. Yeah. And I think this place does that. So there's that. My photos, I don't know. My photos, I just like, I just shoot the photos. I shoot it as I see it. Really, I'm actually not that good of a photographer. I'll just out myself here. Like, if anybody asks me how
0: Rubbish. to <laughs> how to <laughs> garbage how to use not that true.
1: thing, like I've been to so many photo conferences where I'm like. I hate us. Photographers are the worst. We're terrible. We're so pretentious. But I i don't know. Like, I use the tool and I see the thing. That's it. But if you ask me how to use my camera, like, oh. it's hard. It's yeah. too hard for me to tell you that. No. So it all comes with a slice of like, I don't know what the hell I'm doing. Everyone that's ever hired me, I'm sorry. I won't get
0: Sweet. <laughs> Um And the product was phenomenal. It was great. So, well, right. We won't get You know... The best stuff comes from winging it, honestly. Totally. I like to function with the, here's the structure to make things like, so we kind of all are pointed in the correct direction, but however we get to that direction is like, yeah. fair game. Like, totally. Let's be flexible in our methods, so.
2: For real. Yeah. You so know? This feels like a big wing.
0: Yeah. You know? Like, but like but we have a, we're like, here's our end goal. I and mean, we want to talk to really awesome people, we're like, in the middle of that structure, we're like, it, whatever happens, happens. We're yeah. just gonna roll with it. Totally. So,
1: I think anybody who says they know exactly what's happening and how to get there is a liar. They're scared and they're lying. What else? Um, I'm
0: trying um, to think. Oh, the odd Wyoming smell. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I've been thinking about this. This has been torturing me. Yes, actually for because a it's days. like, what is your favorite odd Wyoming smell or nostalgic Wyoming smell? For that Yeah, matter. yeah, yeah. Both. So
1: favorite smell is
0: the chlorinated locker room in the lander pool.
1: I don't know good. Smells Yeah I'm not even sure It smells good I just think That's It like makes me weepy You know so I feel like that counts
0: Yeah
1: And I really am Kind of sticking with that uh, The Carnegie Room smell The yes. Carnegie Room carpet Smells like Feet and art To me It does <laughs> It smells like A night out Is what it smells like like, you're going, to, you're going to see something great. You're not really sure what it is. This is, like, also so childhood nostalgic for me. Like, I never yeah. went to the Carnegie room knowing what the hell we were going for. My just parents were just there. like, you're up past bedtime. Get it together. <laughs> we're going to the library. I'm like, the library? They're like, no, through the other door. I'm like, up the stairs? Oh, And then we were at, like, it might as well have been Lincoln Center, you know?
0: Yeah. It was like... Wow. It is a really cool space, but it does smell like old feet. It needs new carpet. Mm -hmm. But also, I feel like if you take the carpet out, then you take out the Carnegie Room. You know? (laughs) What's under that carpet?
1: Those are my (laughs) smells. But I think, like, Wyoming has so many good smells. The sage smell that you mentioned before, sage in the rain. That smell is so good. And this place right now smells like sunshine. It does. Mm -hmm. Doesn't it? It's not like... It's not scorching hot outside, but it smells hot. I like that. The yeah. high desert, like, basin and range smell is like like no other place. I wish we had a little document of all the things that we all heard trying to locate where our <laughs> town is. How do you oh do God. that? Wouldn't I say, like, where is that in the state? What do you say? Uh, like, what's your spiel?
2: Yeah. Um, well, when I was in Texas, I, I would usually say, like, Yellowstone. I live like three hours from Yellowstone.
1: That's so fucking far away from Yellowstone. And like, it's it is it, yeah clear. And it's, it's, it is.
2: I one time I was sitting. Oh my god! This is like the park that <laughs> I was. I was sitting with the other Americorps members that were in my um, in my elementary school, and we were having lunch. And I was talking with the librarian, and uh, she was like, she says. You know, Wyoming's not really on my list of place to visit. I'd rather go somewhere like Yellowstone first. And inside, I went... Oh. Oh. I was like...
1: But what did you do on your face?
2: I was just like, Yellowstone is in Wyoming. Like...
1: I can just see you.
2: It's in yeah. Wyoming.
1: And what'd she say? Did
2: she call into her body? She, she didn't she really re- say anything. Yeah, how do
0: you recover from that? You, you could, could have it. sworn it was in Idaho. <laughs> yeah. Why totally. oh my God, it was in Montana even though Montana Yo, claims they you have You
2: could it. swear that Montana you if you did not mm. know better. Yeah. Y'all, my, my Montana friends, I got to let you know. This uh-huh.
0: is y'all, you literally y'all have literally it.
2: Y'all have so much up there. You got to let us have Yellowstone. Yeah. This it's is like,
0: like zero <laughs> Yellowstone. When you though. go to Montana though, or like even I was in Seattle once and there was like this big giant mural wall that said Montana and it was Yellowstone behind it, and I was like, No, dog, no, it's not yeah. in Montana.
1: That stuff like that yeah. actually like gaslights me into
0: questioning whether yeah, or not like, it actually is all in Wyoming. Get out of here with your marketing pyramid, it's true. It's
1: <laughs> back to the piece of like spoken address, right? Of
0: like mm. where we are, yeah, it's hard, it's hard to explain. I actually, when I was in New York, I used Jackson Hole a lot. Mm. Like, did you say well, I was like, near? Yeah, I would say we're close to Jackson Hole. I was like, we're like three hours away. And they're like, oh, yeah, I know where that is. I'm like, cool. <laughs> no, I you don't. What <laughs> yeah, well, actually, one time I used to on guys like, we're actually looking for a vacation house there. I wanted to be like, do you need somebody to caretake it? While <laughs> like, you're not there? Because I, I mean. By near, I meant not too near. Yeah. Actually. but like Very far. far. <laughs> we're pretty far away, but we have <laughs> no idea where I'm at. We're in the middle of the state which is
1: not near that. But close. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It's
0: like the only reference point anyone has.
1: I know. It's weird. Even abroad. Mhm.
2: It's true. Could you uh, could you tell us about the hoolihan narratives and how that came to fruition?
1: Mhm. Amy Skinner and her daughter Hannah and her other daughter uh, Anna came they came from uh, Cortez and they're town there, it. Oh. and there was a there was something there much like the hand, which was inspired by the moth, and it was called the Raven. And we decided that we wanted a Lander version, and that there is this hole in Lander, Wyoming, where there are a lot of stories. And there was no avenue for you to be able to hear them or for you to be able to say them. And we talked about last time that there's this thing in Lander where if you haven't been here your whole life, then do your stories even count? Is there an avenue for you you to even have an experience here to talk about it? And there wasn't. There isn't really. And the Julian kind of set a level playing field for everybody. You got to tell your story. And so much of the town was going to come and listen to you.
0: And pay a lot of money to be there, actually. Oh, yeah. I bought, like, like, seven tickets just to make sure that whoever wanted to go with me had a ticket.
1: Jordan was one of those people.
0: Yes. I remember texting you and being like, I
1: got tickets. Don't worry. I'm in. (laughs) We're going. They were $12 also. Our story lineup was amazing. Were you in that first lineup?
2: I think I was in the second lineup.
1: The second lineup was good too. Mm-hmm. But the first lineup is always kind of the scariest because you're like, please don't bomb this. Please don't bomb this. We have been <laughs> hyping this for so long. Please do not F it up. And they didn't. They were so great. And I think that set the tone for the rest of the Hooligans of That you were going to hear a story that you have never heard from that person probably before. And it was going to be something that you remembered forever. Um, there's some definite hand stories that I think about all the time. Uh, and... There is some bravery to tell a story in front of your community. While your community is quiet and just listening to you. Especially a community that can call you on your shit yet again. You know, It has to be true. Yeah. Because there's someone in that room who either knows it's true or knows it isn't true. And there's a lot of power in that too. Of being able to tell a very true story in front of people that know that. Uh, so I'm always struck by the courageousness that it takes... And maybe that was the first group actually didn't know how scary it was going to be. So you were actually in the more courageous group (laughs) who knew how many people were going to be there and what you had to do. And yeah, I hope that it continues. When I move back, we will put some more energy towards it for sure. But there was just one at Pride, and I think it was great. But they all exist still. There could be a Julian podcast someday. I hope so. We could revisit all of them. The other person on that team is Chris Hampton, and he is... A- integral to that team. <laughs> there was
0: That's no awesome. Chris. There was no Hooligan. So um, Chris has to be on board. What is the... I don't know if either of you guys know this, but what is the history of who the word Hooligan in oh. Lander? mm mm-hmm. Because I know that we have, like, at the LB or the Gannet, you know, you can get... There's two. The Hooligan. There's two histories. So the
1: one at the Gannet is because I... Oh, actually, I don't know. I'm going to back myself out of that. <laughs> That's not... I'm not totally sure, but there's two. There's Todd Skinner used the word hoolihan in a climb.
2: Throwing the hoolihan.
1: Yes. Oh, gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. And the hoolihan itself is a rope trick, which Billy Yankee did at one of our hands in the parking lot. Oh, my goodness. I know. It's amazing.
0: That's yes. so cool. Yeah. Because I've always wondered... Because it's... I mean, it's a fairly significant word in the community, so... That and it's sense. a great word to say. It is. Oh, it's so satisfying. And even, like, seeing it printed somewhere is, like... Oh, I know, It nice. feels good. It's got yeah. a lot of O's and U's. So. It
1: does. Yeah. Mm, little boop d's in there. Yeah. So. But it's, like, an old working term. That's Like, a awesome. working term. Yeah. The Hoolihan.
2: Um... I heard you touch a little bit on a return to Lander. Is yeah. that something that you think is in y'all's future?
1: Yes. Um, I'm, partnered to, I'm partnered with a person who becomes more of himself as soon as he sees the Wind River Mountains. And I love this place. He really loves this place.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have big investment in this place. And I love this place and I always come back to this place. He is more himself here and that I think can't be understated and I want to invest in that I want to make sure that we end up the places that really feed us Yeah, I've got the I mean we have a lot of conversations about like our careers and our our lives and that you if you are not feeling the thing that you are in get out of the way for someone else who that is their dream like go find yours Get in that lane Like go make it happen Go find the thing If you can If you have the resources If you have the space If you have the privilege Right But Get out of the way Because someone else Is actually looking For that thing That you're in And you're just sitting in it And you hate it You know And I feel like that Sometimes with Lander Is like Don't be in the place That doesn't feed you Like Get out of there That's what actually Somebody Like the place We are in in Arizona Someone wants to be there And Sam wants to be here So, and I think this place is a really magical place to raise kids. That's totally the stage of life that we're headed into. So, I'm I'm excited to come back. I'm excited to be an adult in this town, because I haven't gotten a real good shot at it yet. Yeah. I haven't. I've only come back and then left. You know.
0: So I'm excited to come and stay for a little while. You said last time, and I'm trying to remember exactly what you said. But people choosing to live here.
1: Hmm. Yeah,
0: that was such a good way to describe it, and I can't yeah. quite remember how we got into the conversation. I Not that either. we have to relive everything, but that one specifically, I was like, "Thanks." That grittiness that Lander has. Yeah. When you make something out of nothing.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It's like this. this place is hard. This place is hard to live. Because of the weather, because of where it is, because of the luxury items and the essential items that are really hard to get, and because you don't agree with everybody. Because it's fucking hard to be part of a little family ecosystem and still make stuff work. But everybody chooses to do it. They choose to be part of it. And when you stop choosing to be part of this place, people come for you. They like you will hear about it the next time you are back they want to know why you're here where what you've been doing and why you're not coming back here like yeah. people are they want to know why you're not choosing to be here I don't know that has like never happened to me at any other place that I've lived like no one's ever like why'd you move away you know in Lander
0: <laughs> and they
2: feel some sort of way about totally,
1: it <laughs> yeah in Lander everybody's like you better found something awesome What are you doing? You know, like, um, you got to, like, just stand and defend in the bake shop. Otherwise, if you don't have that answer, you're not going to make it. (laughs) You're like, oh, So that in itself tells me that there is something here. You know, there's something about that we're all choosing and making our own way here. um, And making our own little mess. I don't know. We were specifically talking about being a kid here. And how kids grew up here just knowing that if you wanted to have a thing that you had to make it that you had to create that for yourself yeah and that that has created a, a whole slew of adults that just don't really believe in like it not being possible really like, oh, oh yeah like so give me a couple of tools and i'll make some space
0: <laughs> yeah. well i feel like wyoming in general is kind of like yeah. that right because we don't there's not a ton here so you do yeah. tend to make something out of nothing but i think the difference is and i found this in all of my leadership kits from lander yeah the resiliency mm-hmm. and like the not the why would i do that but the okay how are we gonna do it like why wouldn't i try that mm-hmm. you know and that's a really cool thing to come out of this community and i feel that mm-hmm. as well because anything i've ever done people are like cool I'm just going to jump right in. Yeah. What What do you need? Like, when how do, can I help how you? How do we like, buy a ticket? Yeah, like, yeah. I'll be there, you know? And that's a really cool part of this community for sure.
1: Yeah. I know. What is that? What is that? Like, why would we do that for each other? See,
0: I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, know? I think that's like the thing that we just keep trying to get at is like, what? how do you even put a word to what that is? Because Jordan said it in our first Podcast where he was talking about he met a guy that was going to the Cirque of the Towers for the first time, but he didn't have a jacket. And Jordan mm-hmm. was like, "I will find you a jacket because I want you to have the best experience possible." Yeah. And it's like, what is that like? Yeah. And just growing up in Wyoming in general, like I wasn't that far from here, yeah. but it's like that's what it is. Is people are like, I want to make sure yeah. that you can have the best possible experience doing whatever you're doing whenever you're doing it yeah i want to support you doing that and i have not found that anywhere else and i'm Mm -hmm. sure it exists but maybe not to the same vibrancy and like on the surface like when you first meet people like that's that's the vibe you have it's like Mm -hmm. oh i can we're like together in this now you know instead of like other places you move and it takes a long time to create that community totally but it doesn't take as long here you're just kind of like yeah brought into the folds almost immediately you yeah know? in my personal experience that's what it's been like it's just like come. we need you yeah come here come,
1: come along, along. <laughs> oh you want to be here <laughs> Oh, great come come on i yeah and the only the only other place that i've ever felt it which is and it was so markedly similar that it changed my life was in detroit I did my thesis project in Detroit and moved there for a couple months to do interviews. And the whole point was to make this living, breathing map about racism and community inside of Detroit and where the community was, actually. Because at that time, everybody was talking about how Detroit was dead and no one should move there. It was terrible, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, I just don't think that's true. I'm going to see for myself. So I moved to Detroit in March. Very bad idea. <laughs> And uh, Michigan winter, very cold. And, And did a whole bunch of interviews. And they were talking about the police and these communities, historically marginalized communities, especially black communities, saying that the cops are not coming. If you call them, the cops are not coming. So the people that you invest in are your neighbors. Because if you're in trouble, they're the ones that are coming to help you. And I remember being like, I'm from a place like that. Not that the cops won't show up, right? Not in that same um, like degree of difference, but in that if you want to get stuff done, if you really need help, if you really want to do the thing that you want to do, you have to have so much community buy-in because you cannot do it by yourself. There's no way to do it by yourself in this town,
0: mm-hmm. and
1: yeah. I think that was like, oh. I've never felt that anywhere else I've never felt so like there is a step actually before doing it and it's checking and that experience of like I want to make sure everybody has a good experience is also community check-in I think I be mean, like we're in this together I'm going to do this for you and we are in this together and then yeah. the next time I need something we're, we're good like we got each other and that is stronger than that's what community is to me it's not like remembering when someone owes you something not that but instead just viscerally knowing that they've got you and that you've got them which leads me actually into that thing about grief in this town I think that's where the grieving comes from is that we grieve so well together in this town we have major losses that the whole town feels and we know that the community will catch us you get as much time as you want you get as much space as you want you're gonna get more food than you want, and like it's always gonna happen. No matter how many losses you have, no one's gonna be like. A lot of people have died in your family, so we, like your past is so you're done. Good. Yeah, like we punched your past too many times. But like, no, it's it's always gonna be like we got you and you got us. That is what this place feels like for me. That's also the responsibility piece. Yeah. Like if Jordan comes to me and asks me for help, I'm gonna do it. Or I'm going to find somebody who can do it. Yeah. Like fast. Yep. Because you gotta. Like I really don't see any other choice. That's the other bit is that I think I don't yeah. really. If you came to my house and asked me for help, it would be so out of Lander character
0: to just be like,
1: that's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dang it. <laughs> it
0: would be like, you know, I actually don't know anything about that, but I know someone who does. So let me call them. Yeah. I mean, like that's like the initial response always, at least for me too. is like. Yeah. I am not able to help you in this capacity, however. Yeah. I do know these people. Let me call them. Yeah. i just, like... Let's check. Yeah. with Let's take the temperature. We're going to take gonna literally every option that we can. Totally. To make sure you get where you need to go.
1: Yeah. And the people that have done that for me, I do not feel like I owe them anything. No. Uh. Yeah. I got a very sunny, rosy, privileged experience in this town. Absolutely. And I don't think that is totally the case for many people. Uh, I just want to acknowledge that and also Mm -hmm. this town has a long ways to go Yes, Yes. about that stuff. About inclusion and seeing what it has done to communities of color and what it feels like to be a person of color in this town. This town has a lot to look at when it comes to that. But I think that the foundation of what it's what we are built on, which is what we're saying right now, I think will be an easier stretch yeah. than if it wasn't.
2: For sure. Um,
1: but I was going to tell you this funny story that I went to the bar um, <laughs> like uh, a while ago. Uh, I think, yeah, like six years ago, maybe. I've come back to this town in various phases of my life. Angry, disappointed, super not... Uh, the hospitable, very prickly, and also wonderful, you know, very tasty. So this one, I think I might've been a little prickly. And I went into the bar and I was chatting with a guy that was serving all the drinks. I think we call them bartenders.
0: <laughs> anyways, the bartender
1: is like walking around. I don't even know. And I said, oh, I, yeah, I said, where are you from? Cause I like didn't recognize him. And I think I know everyone. And he said, oh, I'm, I'm not from here. And I said, oh, like, where are you from? And he then tells me and then very, very confidently goes, nobody's from here. And I was like, "What? you want to fight? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Let me pull out my stair junior high and sweatshirt. I am from here. Do you even know? (laughs) Yeah. But it was like.
2: Dang. So what did you say to him?
1: I said, me, I am. That person is, and that person is. I just, like, pointed out every single person I could see within sightline that I knew was from here. And I was like, I'm going to nail you to the ground on this one. (laughs) Like, you can't go around (laughs) saying that. Because we, I feel so much Lander pride about being here and coming home to here. To have someone else be like, this place is just a stop-off period, and everybody just, like, comes here. Felt so offensive that I was like, oh. I felt so, like, puffed up and angry about it that it took me a couple of days to process, like, why that made me feel so angry. Yeah. And I told a lot of people that story, and everybody was like, oh, that's silly. I was like, no! Rage! <laughs> Anger! Like, you know? But yeah. I think it really does boil down to this. It is hard to hear. And we choose to be here. And we grew up with this magical um, caring about each other. And if you want to write it off as, like, we just come here to climb throwing the in, I don't have time for you. Yeah. You know, like
0: mm-hmm.
1: the contribution that you're making I'm sure is wonderful, but it's not enough.
0: <laughs> yeah. You
1: know? Like I genuinely believe everybody is enough. But if you just see this place as like a weird island in Wyoming, I don't know. That's not what it is. How do you handle the like the being pigeonholed into like Omara always does this thing? Like how do you find your growth? Outside of your pigeonhole in this small town.
0: You know, I think it's really interesting because I find that more in Riverton than I do here. Huh. Because I was more involved in the Riverton community because it was closer for me. Uh, and so I've been pigeonholed over there more. Who I are you in Riverton? I'm the theater girl. Uh-huh. Which I think I am to an extent here too. But not in the same capacity mm. because I'm doing the work instead of being in the work. Yeah. If that makes sense. Yeah. And so it's more of like, oh, you do I think over here I'm more of the music girl, which is funny. And because think of it was unclog- either of those things Yeah. Wild. But I'm like, if I was gonna peg myself in like a little hole, that yeah. would be it. <sighs> yeah. But in Riverton for sure, they're like I saw you in that show once. And everybody ah. pegs me as the like you make things fun and you're loud and boisterous, so that's who you are. Yeah. Which has been hard to navigate in like an adult life. Totally. But like over here it was somebody completely different.
1: Who are you? Oh. Uh Who are you to everybody in this town? Do you think? Like when you walk into the when you walk into spaces, you're like, this is what I perceive they perceive me as. The
2: coolest. Man, that's <laughs> I don't know. I, I would hope that people perceive me as somebody who is dependable, somebody that they like. I mean, you, like, go to high school with people here and know them. And that doesn't mean that you're, like, you have, like, I, I hope people aren't, like, excited to, like, see me all the time or something. But I hope when people see me, they're not like, crap, I can't. Like, I got to dip out. You know what I mean? Like, th- this is another person that I just don't want to talk to that I know. You know, when people come back to Lander or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, that's what I can hope. In terms of, like, how others perceive me in the community, um, I don't know.
1: Like, the way that Amara just described herself is, like, not how I would describe you at all. <laughs> and I'm like, oh. I would, like, not even think of those things. I'd be like, oh, yeah, communal pancake, got, banana, that whole, I can't remember the thing. <laughs> like, that's not the thing <laughs> what I want to go not first. To do. Yeah. Which is so wild. Weird. So what is yours? Who are you? Like, who, what... What do you, are you are what are you the theater guy
2: one, I'm an artist, mm-hmm. and I hope people like understand um and see me exercising how much I love this community through my art
0: mm-hmm.
2: and yeah also somebody that 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 can be dependable
1: a dependable yeah. artist
2: yes, yeah
1: yeah, I probably would describe you as <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think that's right. Weird. yeah yeah. How do you think you're paid, mm Like, how do you think people see you?
1: Mm, I think I'm a ruckus maker. I think people, yeah, the ruckus maker with the dead dad. Like, that's kind of how I feel like I'm perceived sometimes. Like, when I ask questions about grief or um, heavy shit, I, like, kind of get tagged in, which is fine. But I, I think I also am wiggling into this, like, artist thing. Like, people see me as a photographer, which is awesome. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, definitely not upset about any of it. It's like, oh yeah, I do do the music thing and the theater thing. Yeah, but I don't know. But some people have no idea I do that either. I think if you as an activist. Yes. What else? What else can I tell you, people?
1: <coughs> what else can we connect on? Um,
2: let's talk about let's talk about sneakers. You got some sneakers on, yes. and those are fresh. Those, These are my favorite right now. Some actually. Leopard are they vans? Yeah.
1: Sweet. Mm. They're like. Oh. Keep they're uh, they're ten seasons ago. Sweet. I saved them. I just took the tags off of them. They're my what? Favorite. I know they're my favorite ones. They don't make them anymore. It's really sad. So, lesser print.
2: So you must pants. have doubled up on.
1: Yeah, well, see, what you have just immediately keyed in on And just, like, drug me around and the dirt about Is that I find something and then I buy multiple pulls of them So you yeah. Oh, I do That's that, too who we are
0: um, I have three of the same, like, jumpsuit Same color Different colors See, same. there's two, two types
1: of people There's people like us, and then there's people not like us
0: In this, well, suit, in
1: this situation <laughs> Some people don't do that
0: and I don't understand why. Because they fit me so well. Why would I not... Why would I wear out one and not have a backup? I know. Just where I'm at.
1: I don't... I hear you. Totally. But I don't know. I've been thinking about whether or not I'm a sneakerhead. And I want to be. Mm-hmm. I really do. I want to be. But I, I can't be the sneakerhead that keeps them in the box. I just can't do it. If that's the rules, then I cannot be part of the club. i got to wear my sneakers. And... Actually, I don't know why sneakerheads are sneakerheads. I've done zero research about this, but I'm a sneakerhead purely because I like it when people say I have cool sneakers on. Is that a shitty reason to be a sneakerhead? Definitely not. Okay. No. Well, that's my entire motivation. Sweet. Yeah. I will like get blisters to the ends of time for a good sneaker talk.
2: So are these, um, what sneak, what pair of sneakers are you usually getting like the most?
1: Well, I feel like the ones that get nods are Jordans. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever comments. No one's like, ever going to say anything about your Jordans, which is kind of unfortunate. But they just are, like, understanding, you know? Whatever. Yeah. The more, the most nods I ever got about my Jordans was in Copenhagen. It's, like, a Dang. lot of white, COVID, or white Jordans. That was, like, the thing. But, yeah. But I am. Who's that runner? We're going to have to look this up. But there's... The runner that then got cut from Nike And then she was like mm, Fuck you guys Went and had a baby She got cut because She wanted maternity leave And they were like what? Uh, No And so she got cut from the roster And then she I might be making this all up But I'm pretty sure this is what happened And then she went and made her own sneaker line And it is awesome And then she ran in them And then made the Olympic The Olympic team Sweet Just now Yeah They're awesome That's And they're not yo. that expensive that ass. I know so I want them. So that in itself like that actually would be the perfect Venn diagram for me. If there's like a little bit of like mmm, like fuck the man and also good looking sneaker, that's my perfect sneaker. Weird. Yeah. Um what is a sneaker? Like what's the what's a sneaker? Yeah. Well, what could you categorize them? as a
2: sneaker? Um
1: like do they sell sneakers at Alco?
2: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they do. Okay. I just bought a pair of Walmart sneakers so I could beat them up, like, and skate in them.
1: Are they nice? Uh, no. Dang it.
2: They're like, yeah, so I could mow the lawn and then go skating and, like, just totally not have to change shoes. Rip up the, the sneakers, yeah. Yeah. Um, no, that's a great question. And I feel like I don't necessarily have a super great answer. I have a pair of Hoka boots mm. that I went backpacking in. And they're like definitely a pair of boots But uh, most people that that Comment on the boots are like They they look like shoes They they look like sneakers
1: Mm
2: -hmm. Um, And yes they do And so I don't know
1: I know, it's
2: weird I I thought I I knew at one point But I think that pair of Those pair of hokas might have changed My perspective on it
0: They're being sponsored Mm -hmm. by them This is a, what's going (laughs) on? (laughs) This is a Is a hot dog a sandwich? I know. Ooh. 100% a sandwich. Stump I you know, Eat it like a hot dog, not like a sandwich. Okay, you no, but it's two pieces of bread. Nuh-uh. With a thing One. in the middle. Yeah, but if you rip it apart, it becomes two. And mine always comes apart. There is never a hot dog I've ever Faulty had. Of Faulty bun. Faulty bun user error. That what? is like, you know, you put everything in it, you put the hot dog, and then you close it together, and the bottom always rips for me. So it's like a hoagie. But it started as one piece of bread. Per- but now, per- now it's a sandwich. When oh, it rips, Jesus. do you like flip it around? <laughs> <laughs> we have gone deep into the so
1: Deep into the hole. Yeah. Um, I got a Lander question. Yeah. What is your... Well, first of all, do you go... When you're like, I'm just going to go for a drive. What is your drive?
0: What's your Lander drive? That's a sweet question. You have one. <sighs> yes. Uh, usually to Fry Lake. It's always mine.
1: All the way to Fry Lake? Mm-hmm. Amara, that is a humongous drive,
0: especially from right here. Does, it doesn't <laughs> feel like it's that far to me. Is it that far? No, but that's not like, I'm going for a drive. That's like half the day. It's 20 minutes. Fry
2: Lake is my answer, too.
0: What? Both?
2: And when the loop road is open. Yeah. And so, like, if it's a summertime or... Especially, especially I love um yeah, like like September, October, yeah. when it's like foggy and Cold kinda day. like yeah. and there's really ooh, no water there. left in there. Yes. Yeah. I
0: really like that. That um, mountain view is you my could favorite. hit a cow at any moment. At any yeah, moment. especially <laughs> come around that big <laughs> totally. You're like, and there's the view There's the cow every time. <laughs> It's true, but in the winter...
2: Yeah, what's your drive?
0: Uh, well, this winter, it was Red Canyon. Nice. Mm. All the way off. to the lookout? Yeah. Well, no, w- the little walking path right there. Nice. I did that a lot. Good job. That's a nice one. Like every other day, I think. I was like, bye. You're a big driver. That is a good one. Well, I grew up driving, because I was in Kinnear, and so if I had to <laughs> get, <'cause> get anywhere... <laughs> Everything's a big drive Everything was a drive It was like I talk about this a lot When people are like Well didn't you rent movies When you were a kid I'm like yeah But it was like a big deal Because we It's not like we were in town And we yeah. had to return them Yeah So we couldn't get new releases It was like a really special big deal Because I had to we go done, back tomorrow Yeah And yeah. we couldn't do that And so it's like My whole life has been driving So I'm like Oh it's far No wonder 20 minutes you know? doesn't feel like That big of a drive Yeah Because it was 20 minutes To get to Riverton And that was like the edge of it and it was 15 minutes to get to school. So, like, all of that seems like such a short period of time to me. And, like, I, when Joe you know, and I first started dating, I was still in Riverton going to school. And so it was, like, a half-hour drive was, like, nothing to me. It still is. And when I was on the subway in New York, I'd be like, it would take me two hours to get from my apartment to Times Square, which is where I was working at the time. Yeah. And I was like, man, I could be a Casper right now. This is <laughs> <laughs> like, it's taking me six. It's like six miles. I know, and it's taking me two hours. I could be in a completely different town by now. Isn't that wild? Yeah. That was like my thought process. So yeah, I know. Gaging so places so by don't... the
1: by the town name mm-hmm. or the amount of time.
0: I totally yeah.
2: gauge it like oh, that's a Lander to Riverton. Totally. Oh, that's two Lander to Riverton yeah. yeah, me
1: too. Yeah, <laughs> me fine. too. That's how I gauge like runs. And, like, so this is, like, all the way to Hudson? That's, like, a long, it's that's a long so way. It's crazy It's funny, because
0: it does feel like Landry to Hudson is a really long time, and it's not at all. No. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's less time to get to Hudson than it is by Lake. But it feels longer. And that's no one's drive. <laughs> what's, what's your winter drive?
2: Uh, wherever the hoarfrost is. Hmm. Or in the spring.
0: Wherever the hoarfrost may take you. That's nice. I feel like I
2: just kind of drive around. They're, like... Yeah, I'd say Sink's Canyon, but, like, not as far into Sink's Canyon. I like it. One of my favorite things in the morning, when it's really cold out, is how, like, the smoke or steam or whatever is coming off the building lingers in the air for just a little bit longer Mm -hmm. than usual.
0: Mm
2: -hmm. I like that.
1: Me too. It's a very cotton candy pink. Oh, yeah. Mine's a Squaw Baldwin Mm. Mm -hmm. Looper. Because it kind of... I grew up in Sink's Canyon, so... The Squaw baldwin loop feels a little bit like it's a a drive, but then I also get to see town.
0: Yeah. For sure. You
1: know. As a kid that grew up in Six Canyon, I never got to see anybody in town. (sighs) Unless I, like, really tried. So, like, any chance of, like, seeing my friends, I'm like, Hello! (laughs) Hello! I'm here! I do. I just want to tell you, know, okay.
0: Mm. Oh, I remember my last question. Yeah. Is if you could tell the Lander community one thing. Mm-hmm. What would you tell them? Mm-hmm. I would tell them that we're going to be okay.
1: We're going to be okay. Because we have been, and because we have no choice. We'll be okay.
2: This is Jordan. This is Mara. This is Dear Lander. We love you. Thanks. Love
0: you, bye.